You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We're listening to Anita Marks. Giants fans want to use Daniel Jones as a punching bag? Go right ahead. I want to see how many quarterbacks would do as well as Daniel Jones has done, okay, with the crap that he's been working with since he got here. I'm going to throw out a list of quarterbacks who I'd rather have Daniel Jones over. I'd rather have Daniel Jones over Tua. I'd rather have Daniel Jones over Ryan Tannehill. Rather have Daniel Jones over Jimmy Garoppolo. One would argue that you'd rather have Daniel Jones over Geno Smith. Rather have Daniel Jones over Baker Mayfield. Any of the quarterbacks at Carolina or Atlanta. I'd rather have Daniel Jones than Justin Fields. Rather have Daniel Jones over Kirk Cousins. There is a lot of bad quarterbacking out there. There is a lot of bad quarterbacking out there. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Got the open taking place across the pond. Leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fitch. Uh, Brian Harmon uh, still creating that separation. He is 12 under. Uh, two under today through 15, but Cam Young, five under today, so he's seven under, so seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So, uh, yes, I, I do count on my fingers. I didn't go to an Ivy League. Um, so, Brian Harmon, right now, he's got a five shot lead. He still has three holes to play. John Rahm at six under, Hovland at five under. This is going to make for Fleetwood at five under, but he's on 15 along with Harmon. So uh, this is going to make for a real fun Sunday afternoon, or I should say Sunday morning, considering, again, they're playing across the pond. Uh, your leaderboard update presented by Glenn Fitch Single Malt Scotch whis- Whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt, malt Scotch whiskey, sil- skillfully crafted. Enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitch Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, uh, alcohol by volume, 40%, 2023 imported by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. Without further ado, let's uh, welcome in somebody very special, uh, and that is April Morgan, who's joining us now. Uh, we've got the C.J. Morgan Foundation Tournament that's taking place uh, later this month at uh, at Rock Spring Golf Course. So, um, so April, great to have you on. I wanted to have you on so you can tell us a little bit more about the C.J. Morgan Foundation and all about this golf tournament that's taking place. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm well. Thank you so much for having me on the call today. Yeah, absolutely. So first things first, uh, let's educate the people, uh, you know, how the C.J. Morgan Foundation was created and, and, and all about your, your very, uh, your, your very uh, sad yet heartwarming story. Mm-hmm. No, and thank you so much for allowing me to just talk a little bit more about the foundation and sharing CJ's story. Um, we are Chicago natives. We moved to New Jersey in 2011, and my son CJ started high school um, here in West Orange, New Jersey. He was gung ho about the military, gung ho about attending West Point. And when he received his appointment to the United States Military Academy, he was very excited. Um, CJ was a rising firstie, which they call in West Point, which is a senior. Um, he was a scholar athlete. He was on the wrestling team. Um, he enjoyed wrestling for West Point. But in his last year, going into his last year, the summer of 2019, he fatally uh, was killed in a training accident at West Point, um, June 6, 2019. And so when he passed, the only thing that my husband and I could think of was just we need to figure out a way to continue CJ's legacy. And that is how um, the CJ Morgan Foundation was started. We just wanted to empower future generations through our scholarship fund. Um, so, so tell us about the fifth annual uh, golf outing and brunch that's taking place at Rock Spring 
uh, golf course, a place that I frequent. Uh, I was there last year. I was a part of your golf tournament last year. It was really fantastic. You just have a, a great turnout of people, uh, a lot of love and a lot of support for the foundation. So I just, uh, I'm, I'm blessed to, to be a part of it yet again, April. Thank you. No, thank you. And we loved having you there last year, and we can't wait to have you again here this year. So this will be our fifth annual uh, C.J. Morgan Foundation golf outing and brunch. We say it's fifth year because it's the fifth time we have it, even though it's the fourth year anniversary of my son's passing. Um, it's going to be August 27th and 28th at Rock Springs Golf Club. And we'll start off with our brunch on that Sunday, and then we'll move into our golf outing uh, the, that Monday. And what it is is that we established the C.J. Morgan Law and Legal Studies Endowment at West Point, and we pledge to to um, we pledge a hundred thousand dollar endowment. So the golf outing and brunch is helping us fundraise for that endowment to, to definitely secure that endowment in, in C.J.'s name. Um, and we also use all the proceeds to fund our scholarships that we, we give out through our local township here in West Orange, as well as the Air Force Junior ROTC program that CJ um, was a part of in high school. So to date, we were able to give out 36 scholarships to deserving wow. high school students who are moving on to, in, in, uh, to college. So, And that's what we're doing. We're fundraising to make sure that we can continue to give back to deserving students. It's it's really unbelievable, and it's it's such a great day out there. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Hopefully, you'll get the weather that we have today and this weekend. It's just absolutely magnificent. Um, so with that being said, uh, folks that are listening, how can they get involved? Or are there more golf spots still available for the tournament? Uh, what, what are other ways that people can get involved with yeah. your foundation? Absolutely. So you can read more about our foundation at www.cjmorganfoundation.org. We do still have tickets available for our brunch on Sunday, as well as our golf outing on on that Monday, the 28th of August. We have two sessions. The first session is a morning session, which is very early, but it kicks off at 7 a.m. And then our afternoon session kicks off at 2 p.m. We're accepting all whole sponsorships, um, as well as any we have a gold, silver, um, our platinum, gold, and silver sponsorships and bronze as well that people can um, sign up to. And that's how folks can participate and sponsor our foundation. Fantastic. Great stuff, April. Uh, again, uh, I, I, I love being a part of, uh, of, of this tournament and, uh, and thrilled to be working with you and, and your wonderful husband again for such a great cause. So, And we appreciate you joining us here on 90.7 ESPN. April, thank you. Thank you so much. You got it. Uh, April Morgan joining us. The C.J. Morgan Foundation tournament taking place. Again, the brunch on uh, on August 27th. The tournament on August 28th. I'll be out there. Rock Spring Golf Club. Uh, just a phenomenal place to play. I talk about it all the time. If you do listen to the station, uh, one of my favorite courses out there. And, and it's, it's uh, such a great location in West Orange. Uh, again, we've got the Open taking place right now. Brian Harmon at the top of the leaderboard at 12 under. And uh, liked him coming in this afternoon. Dyadikoff gives him a 72.3% chance of winning. And no surprise, this is a tournament where it, it's, it's really hard to, to, to come back from being down, whether it's three, four, five strokes. And he came into today's round being up five strokes. Uh, when, when you look at the trends, right, there have been, in, in the history of this tournament, there have been 17 golfers that have, have had a sizable lead heading into the weekend. What does that mean? Up by three, four, five strokes. And those that have been up by four, if not more, 
seven have won out of the 17. So, um, you know, there, there's a track record there. This is, again, this is a, because, and, and also they're out there, they're on, it's, it's, it's a seaside links course that they're playing on. So weather is so unpredictable. And so you just, you never know what, what is in store for you. So I liked Brian Harmon coming in and I like him now as well is, uh, he still has uh, two more holes to play. I want to say he's putting for birdie right now. He might take this to 13 under. We'll see. But, um, if we call Saturday moving day in golf and, uh, there were a number of guys who did move John Rahm again, going really low eight under today. Uh, to bring himself to six under on the board. So he's tied for third. But, um, but you know, n- not necessarily moving to the point where anyone is taking over for Brian Harmon this afternoon. So he's got to feel, I would imagine, pretty good about his round coming into Sunday as well. Anita Marks with you on this uh, Saturday afternoon here at 98.7 ESPN. We come back. Joe Wiz is going to join us. Hopefully he's got some picks and some plays, helping us win some money on this weekend here on 90.7 ESPN. Yes, I, I do count on my fingers. I didn't go to an Ivy League. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Uh, real quick, uh, that mu- that that music only means one thing. We got Joe Wiz who's going to be joining us momentarily. Hang out, Joe. I-, I just want to get a call really quick. Let's go to Gustavo calling in from West Orange. Uh, he's got uh, more information on the CG uh, Foundation. Gustavo, welcome into ninety eight point seven ESPN. How you doing this afternoon? How you doing, Anita? How are you? Nice talking to you again. Uh, listen, I couldn't help but just to call you back and um, you know request a brief time on the radio. Uh, to to add to the words of April, I mean, she's not only a good friend of me and my family, as well as Chris and all the kids, but it's, you know, just to uh, put a little bit more on, on the fact that they do such an amazing job on these gatherings at the, um, at the golf course. Uh, I don't play golf, but I certainly enjoy, you know, hanging around with, with everybody over there. And, and the cause, it's amazing. And, and CJ was an amazing person that um, sadly we lost, uh, you know, with an accident. Uh, but I invite every single one who is interested in for a great cause to come and join us and have an amazing uh, time. And also my triplets, Lucia, Sofia, and Victoria, will be singing the national anthem. So that'll be a, another another thing to, uh, to add into it. So thank you very much for having me. And, uh, and also... I want to add, yes, indeed, I agree with you, and I know I'm singing to the choir, preaching to the choir. Uh, everybody throws a lot of stuff into Daniel Jones, and uh, this is going to be a breakout year. Right now he has some weapons where he can show his talent, and eventually you know, those people who are against him probably and most probably they will turn around. Thanks again, Anita, and have a great day. Uh, thank you for the phone call, Gustavo. Really do appreciate it. Without further ado, um, 
Uh, we've got Joe Wiz who's joining us now. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. You can tune in each and every Saturday morning. And uh, from what I understand, soon to be Sunday mornings as we're getting ready for football season. How you doing, Joe? Hi, Anita. Beautiful day out there. Great segment there with Gustavo and April. I hope everyone goes out there and supports that. Anytime you have a story like that, it just gives you chills to hear some a uh, lot of good people out there. Absolutely. Uh, it's it's time for our locks of the week. Brought to you by Rock Spring Golf Club, of course, and Bet Rivers, uh, who Joe is a- affiliated with. So uh, right now you're at the track, right? You're at Monmouth for the Haskell. Is that where you're at right now? That is correct. It is a beautiful day out here at Monmouth. They couldn't ask for a better day. I mean, the place is jam-packed. The weather's finally good. And uh, we got a lot of good races here, including the big one, the million-dollar Haskell Invitational. So with that being said, give us some winners. Uh, what, what horse do you have well, your you eye on? A, yeah, Anita, this race here is a, it's probably one of the best Haskell fields I've seen in recent years. I mean, you got the Kentucky Derby uh, winner there with Mage. Um, you got couple other good horses in here that are going to really be good arabian knight is the horse that everybody's looking out for he's the small favorite right now with bob baffert we know bob baffert owns haskell his horses come in here they all they do is win and win and win he's going for his 10th win in the haskell invitational he sends in his uh john johnny velasquez who's one of the best jockeys in the world uh and uh you know mage you know, Mage is going to be running up at Travers in a couple of weeks if he runs good out of this race here. And you've got a couple of other good races here, uh, horses here that are really, really good. And um, I, I look at this race here, I'm looking, I normally don't like to play the favorites here, but Arabian Night, Haskell, whenever you look at Mammoth, it's a speed-favoring track. And Arabian Night has only run twice, and both times he took the lead and never looked back. Mage normally likes to close. Um, and I think that uh, with Baffert, he's just going to send this horse and see how far he can go. And I think Arabian Knight will be a mile in the eighth race. I think the Arabian Knight is going to be the logical choice for me. Um, and I did a try box, 8143, um, and the three horses is a little bit of a long shot. Um, but that's about where I see this race here. But it's going to be a very exciting race here and uh, one of the most competitive fields I've seen in a long time. What, what's, what's post time? When do people need to get their, their, uh, their bet in? They have plenty of time. and need a post time for race 12 at Monmouth is at 545. So we've got plenty of time, and there's a lot of great races going on. The weather's great. The atmosphere is great. And I encourage people, you know, you can still – you can even jump on the train or car and still make it down to Monmouth today once you get up here at 3 o'clock. There's a lot of traffic on the road, though, so be careful. I have a, uh, I have a burlesque show that I'm going to see in Brooklyn tonight. So, um, so but thank you. Thank you for the, for the invite. Uh, I'll take a burlesque show over Monmouth any day of the week. Uh, but with that being said, I know you're big on soccer. Uh, the Women's World Cup kicked off last night. The United States, they beat Vietnam 3-0. Their next big match is Wednesday night against the Netherlands. Uh, that's going to be at 9 o'clock as well. I'm organizing a watch party. Uh, but I know you're really, really big into soccer. We have Manchester United playing Arsenal 5 o'clock tonight at MetLife, a friendly match. You got to play there? Yeah. Anybody going by MetLife at 5 o'clock, you better get there, you better get there earlier because uh, there's going to be traffic all over the place. Sold out MetLife, Manchester United against Arsenal, two of the biggest names in European soccer. Right now, Arsenal's minus a buck and a quarter. Manchester's plus 185. It's very rare that you see either one of these teams getting money because they're so good. But uh, when you take a look at here, Arsenal played on Wednesday. They beat the MLS All-Stars. 
5-0. It wasn't even close here. Um, sometimes in the, when you look at these preseason friendly games, it's almost like preseason football in the NFL. Some of the players don't play all the time, and you got to know who's in the lineup, who's not. Um, Arsenal is going to probably play more of their starters than Manchester is, and it's very rare that you can get Arsenal plus a buck and a quarter, plus 125. Those of you new to gambling, if you're putting up 100, you get back 125. Very rarely, you won't see Arsenal as an underdog, even though they're listed as the favorite here because they're getting less money than Manchester. Getting Arsenal plus 125 um, after seeing what they did to the MLS All-Stars 5-0, I think that Arsenal uh, rolls in this game here. The total's at 2.5. I'm also expecting a high-scoring affair, but the better play is Arsenal plus 125. Joe, turning our attention to some Major League Baseball. Right now, the Yankees in action, all tied up at two, bottom of the second. I'm sorry, bottom of the fifth. All tied up at two, bottom of the fifth, going up against Kansas City, who's 28, 28 in 71. Oh, man. Um, And also, don't forget, you've got the Mets in Boston. That game was suspended last night. So they're picking up where they left off, and the Mets are up right now 4-3, just FYI. Uh, but you've got your eye on some Major League Baseball games. Uh, how about this uh, Orioles and Rays series that has been quite good? So the Orioles in Tampa taking on the Rays. Uh, this is a Rays team at home on the money line, favored by minus 180. Orioles on the road, plus 155. What side are you on here? Yeah, when you look at it, you got a rookie, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, pitcher for Baltimore, 2-2 two two with a 7.33 ERA. Anita. He started the season with Baltimore, went back to AAA in Norfolk. you got the, the perhaps the best pitcher in baseball back, Shane McClanahan, for um, the uh, Rays, 11-1 with a 2.56 ERA, and he owns Baltimore, 6-0 with a 2.40 ERA in his last eight starts. You know I'm not going to lay the wood and play a big favor with Tampa, especially since they've been struggling. And Baltimore is now in first place in the AL East. Let's not forget mm-hmm. that. Uh, they're 10-3 in their last 13 games. Here. The total's at 7.5. I'm going to play the total over. Um, I normally don't like playing big favorites. Tampa's favorite for a reason. But they've been struggling recently. Even with McClanahan on the mound here, I don't trust the Rays. Uh, Baltimore is a very good road team this year. Right now they're 29-18 on the road. They have one of the best road records in all of baseball here. So I'm not interested in uh, you know, uh, you know, betting against them on the road. Seven and a half, uh, I think that McClanahan might be on the pitch count since it's only the second start back from being on an injured list. And Grayson Rodriguez with a 7.33 ERA, I think the Rays will be able to put some runs on the board. Over seven and a half in this play is my play in this game. Isn't it unbelievable somebody pinched me that the Orioles are at the top of the American League East? It's just, yeah, it's, it is it's, amazing. It's, Nobody's taking them seriously. Well, I think a lot of people were expecting some regression. Uh, I, I necessarily was not. Uh, but um, listen, I, I lived in Baltimore for four years. Uh, that is a fan base that has had to suffer through some absolutely horrendous, horrendous seasons uh, in several with the Orioles. So I couldn't be more thrilled for that fan base. I'm sure Yankee fans don't want to hear that. Uh, the Mets, they are in action again later on tonight after they complete the suspended game. Max Scherzer on the bump for the Mets. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have James Paxson. Uh, the Mets, even money on the road against the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox at home, minus 120 on the money line. Wh- wh- who are you on here? 
you know, we take a look at here. Scherzer's eight and three with a three ninety nine ERA, and uh, his last start of the year, Scherzer was lights out. He limited the Dodgers to just one hit, and the Dodgers are one of the most explosive offenses in all of baseball. Seven shutout innings. The Mets won that game two to one, and this is the third time, thirteen time his career facing uh, Boston, and he's uh, five and five with a five fifty one ERA. Paxton, uh, um, three five and two with three fifty one. His last start of was worst. His worst start of the se- of, of the season. He gave up six runs, three hits, three walks, and they lost to the Cubs 10-4. Um, the Mets, even though they're six games under 500, either, and I know everybody's throwing them under the bus, they still cannot be counted out because right now they're still only six and a half behind in a wild card. Red Sox are just three games behind. I'm going with Scherzer um, just because of the pitching matchup. Uh, I like Scherzer uh, to out of pick him over Paxton. My plays uh, the New York Mets to knock off the Red Sox tonight. I like it. I like it. That's your locks of the week brought to you by Rock Spring Golf Club. Golf fans, check out Rock Spring Golf Club in New Jersey. Also by Bet Rivers. Um, well, Joe, enjoy yourself at the track. Beautiful day. I'm sure you're having a ton of fun. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be in Saratoga the weekend of August 11th and 12th. So uh, it, it'll be my first time heading up north. I'm going up there with, uh, with, with eight other friends. There's going to be a group of 10 of us. And so uh, really, really excited about that. I'm sure you've been to Saratoga several times. It's a bucket list for me. And so I'm excited to experience Saratoga in August. Any, uh, any, any words of advice? Yeah, Saratoga, you know, you get up early, you stay up late, uh, and stay away from Caroline Street because that place is open until 5 in the morning, and it's like uh, a mile long, but just bars one after another. It's like makes Hoboken uh, look, uh, you know, weak compared to the amount of bars that there is in Caroline Street. But Saratoga is a very friendly atmosphere, uh, whether you like to track. I I do double-headers when I go to the Saratoga. I go to the Thoroughbred track. I come home, I take a shower, go have dinner. Then I go to the Harness track, and then I wind up at Caroline Street to three in the morning that's my routine at saratoga of course you do of course you do <laughs> joe appreciate but you'll you, have a lot friend. of fun there <laughs> you, uh, you. En- enjoy the re- enjoy the rest of your weekend uh, joe is joining us again he's got his own gambling show here each and every saturday morning and uh, i'm sure as we get closer to football season you'll hear him on sunday as well prior to of course my fantasy show that kicks off at 7 a.m um, each and every Sunday morning, seven to eight, uh, fantasy forecast, getting you ready each week for your fantasy for fantasy football matchups. And then of course, from eight to 11 is New York game day. And we're really excited to announce, uh, that, um, uh, and why am I drawing a blank? Um, Amani Toomer now is going to be joining us on the program. So it'll be me, Amani Toomer and, uh, Mike Tenenbaum who'll be joining you each and every Sunday morning from eight to 11 right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I mean, just it is what it is. You know, I I messed it up in the London game and kind of dealt with it, wrapping it for much of the season after that. I played with a lot lot of injuries over the years. I don't like to use them as excuses. You know, if I'm out there, I expect greatness. And if if I don't play great, then I'm not holding something in my back pocket. I mean, I've played with a various plethora of injuries, and I don't do that so I can hold on this thing. Oh, but, you know, I had this going on. Yeah, yeah, right. That's not how I play. I'm a competitor. If I'm out there, I'm healthy enough to go. If I'm healthy enough to go, I'm healthy enough to play well. Aaron Rodgers on with Rick DiPietro and Dave Rothenberg. Uh, by the way, guys, did did they do a you know a stump Rothenberg with uh, with Aaron? No, they didn't. They really stink, man. 
They didn't do it at all. That's dropping. That's that's dropping the ball. Dave comes up. Dave instead of doing one, he invites him to his son's bar mitzvah instead. What? Yeah, I don't understand. He he does. He won't. He won't like have a stump Rothenberg like a, a quick five question thing. But he'll say, "Hey, you want to come on for my son's bar mitzvah here? How about what is, it? What is that? What is that? Isn't he? Is it? We know he's a Giants fan." Isn't is he? that where's 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 the dumb? Fu- You're a fraud! You're a fraud! Right. The the lack of professionalism is off the charts right now. You're uh, a fraud, Dave. I'm just inviting Aaron Rodgers to your son's bar mitzvah. He says he is doesn't. Is it bar he, or bot? I should know. I'm I'm half Jewish. What is wrong with me? It's bar, right? You're a fraud. No. You're a fraud. Or it's bot. Oh gosh, Anita, you're such a bad Jew. You're a fraud. Now we break. Uh, Yankees and uh, Kansas City Royals all tied up at two, middle of the sixth. Uh, what are some of the numbers for uh, Garrett Cole? Six innings, five hits, two runs, ten strikeouts. Hey, now. I'm sure if you had the strikeout total, I would imagine it was hovering somewhere around seven and a half and eight and a half by the guess if I had to play an odds maker in a previous life. Uh, Mets up on the Boston Red Sox, 4-3, top of the sixth. Uh, that is the continuation of their game that was suspended. Um, but we also have a leaderboard update presented by Glenn Fitch. That's right. It is the open championship. Isn't that funny? Like, Oh, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're offended. If you call it the British open, they want it to be called the open <laughs> heavens forbid. Um, anyway, uh, Brian Harmon still at the top leaderboard 12 under, uh, Cam Young in the clubhouse already. At seven under, so if Brian can hold on right now, he's on hole 18. If he can hold on, uh, he will finish the same way he started this morning with a five-shot lead. John Rahm tore up the course today, eight under, so that puts him at six under on the leaderboard, so he's third. Hovland is tied for, for fourth with Jason Day and Straka, uh, along with Fleetwood. So a number of guys are, are five under, but as I said earlier, this is not – a course, this is not a track, this is not a tournament where it's easy to come back from being down uh, three or, or, you know, to, to, to try to win, being down three, being down four, being down five. Just history, the trends, does not represent. So there's that. Um, leaderboard update brought to you by Glenn Fitch, single malt scotch whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenn Fitch, single malt scotch whiskey, uh, alcohol by volume, 40%, 2023, imported by William Grant and Sons, New York, New York. I think I, I finally got through that read without screwing it up once. I guess that's a positive considering I've read that at least 20 times in the course of the last two weeks. Uh, so we just heard from uh, from Aaron Rodgers threw it out there. I, I guess, you know, the most important, I, I think, quote that we've heard from him in the last 24 to 48 hours uh, is the fact that he said, quote unquote, Jets gave up a lot for me. So to play one year would be a disservice. Of course, he's not committing to anything yet. Depends how his body feels. We'll see what happens. I think it's important for Jets fans to understand the tag on Aaron Rodgers this season is one point two. $2 million next year. It's 107, which is Cynthia Freeland who joined us, uh, not too long ago pointed out that 60% of your cap. So even if Aaron Rodgers does decide to stay on with the jets, uh, there's just, um, 
there's 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 a lot of creativity that Joe D is going to have to get his hands on uh, in order to obviously a new deal would have to be agreed upon with Aaron Rodgers in his camp. Uh, not sure exactly, you know, what the cap space is going to look like for the for the Jets. Will they have to renegotiate a few contracts? That is a possibility. But um, but by the way, Harvey, when we were in the break, you had said to me. So did the Jets practice today? Did it get chippy? You said it was physical. What's the latest? What have, what, what are you hearing about the Jets practice this afternoon? Yeah, hey, everybody. Harvey Cruz here, Jets insider. Uh, the Jets had a <laughs> practice today in front of 2,000 other fans, and there's mm-hmm. mo- uh, at least two two little scuffles that were involved here. So there was one between Michael Clemens and Jeremy Rucker that was involved. It was like on both sides of the line. If, and if you look at the little videos, it's kind of like, Look, they're not in pads yet, so you can kind of worry about it a little bit. But, I mean, they just, they just opened up practices. Like, I remember last year, the Giants had, like, a practice that involved, like, an O-line coach or something like that. But it's early. Um, you saw you get to see Sauce against um, Garrett Wilson today. That was real fun. So it's only, what, day two, day three of camp for them? But they're not in pads yet, so. Um. Yeah, I mean, they're still in in shorts, you know. So Brian Harmon, by the way, just uh, sunk about a 10-footer to save par and uh, and finish at 12 under. So again, uh, Brian Harmon starting starting the day 5 up and now finishing the day 5 up, which is huge. Uh, So not, not, not sure how much sleep he'll get tonight. I say this time and time again, it's one thing to be the hunter. It's another to be hunted. Um, it's, it's, it's really got to be extremely stressful. But, uh, but as I said earlier, this is not a tournament where playing catch-up is easy, and the trends definitely uh, don't support that either. So, um, and, and I want to see right now, let's pull this up, uh, what you can get. So right now, he's favorite. <laughs> Minus 200. So what does that mean for folks listening right now? Maybe you don't gamble that often. It's okay. Um, for every $200 you put down, you're winning back $100. That's what it means. John Rom, who's five shots back, you can get it plus 650. When was the last time you're getting arguably the, the best or second best player in the world? Um, to, to, actually, it's, 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 it's at seven. It's at seven to one now. Seven to one. You could get John Rum. Uh, if you think that possibly Brian Harmon does wet the bed tomorrow, and uh, and John Rom comes out and has uh, a round like he did today, I mean he tore up the course. Uh, he he finished eight under. Those are some very very interesting odds uh, that you can grab right now. John Rom, arguably again best second best player on tour, seven to one, only five shots back. It's going to be really a fun Sunday morning to watch and see how this all plays out. That's for sure. 800-919-3776. You want to jump on board? Uh, Your thoughts on the Jets? We asked the the show question, or one of them, I should say, earlier today, and that is, you know, what do you feel the Jets need to, what should be their their bar as to a Jets fan finishing the season and saying, okay, that was worth it, giving up the kitchen sink, giving up the world for this Jets team to go out and get Aaron Rodgers um, for this season? I think Super Bowl or bust is unrealistic. Is it fair to say AFC championship or bust? I think that's more in the realm. 
800-919-3776. Also, we'll have a click or don't click. We'll find out what is trending right now at 2.45 p.m. on the Saturday afternoon, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, hey, everybody. Harvey Cruz here, Jets Insider. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This is Click, 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 or Don't. Very simply, here's the headline. Are you interested in clicking or not? There we go, gentlemen. It is time for Click or Don't Click. As always, our producers lead the way, finding out what is trending right now at 2.50 p.m. on this Saturday afternoon. We've got Harvey and Joe. Gentlemen, what you got? All right, I'll just be quick because this came down my line just now. Mm. The headline says, top running backs plan a Zoom call for Saturday night. Oh, yeah, we're obviously clicking that. I wouldn't be surprised. Here's, here's what the question is. Is it on Saquon Barkley's account? You know, because a lot of people pay that extra money so that you can have that Zoom meeting longer than an hour. Right? Not everybody pays that extra money so that your Zoom is, is, is up for over an hour and you're not, and you're not interrupted. So is, is Saquon Barkley hosting the Zoom meeting with all these 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 running backs? Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk has it that Austin Eckler, who's been very vocal himself, oh. that he himself is or, has organized and will run the meeting as well as other big-name running backs. It's also mentioned here that the NFL PA is also involved here in some capacity. So, Well, they have to be. Right. Um, here's, here's what I find very interesting. Now, for those that have worked on zoom you can record your meetings so is this going to be recorded and at what point in time will that video be leaked are you gonna can you ima- are you gonna can you imagine? record that though oh they're definitely going to record it they're definitely going to record it will you put up your millions to uh buy the tape Put up millions to buy that. I just think it's going to be leaked at some point in time. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see something come out of this. But as I, I opened up the show, we spent an hour talking about Saquon Barkley and the Giants. I'm telling you, this is bigger than Saquon Barkley. This is bigger than the Giants. It's not just Saquon who didn't get his deal done. It's Josh Jacobs. It's Tony Pollard. It's all the running backs in the NFL being devalued since 2000. I want to say it's 2019, 2018. The franchise tag has gone down from 10.9 to 10.1. Everybody else, running backs, quarterbacks, everybody else has gone up. Running backs are going down. There's a bigger play here. There's a bigger objective here than just Saquon Barkley and the Giants. And my biggest fear, and I hope this isn't the case, is that Saquon becomes the sacrificial lamb. I pray to God that Saquon isn't the face of this movement and he's going to have to fall on the sword. I pray to God that that's not the case. We'll see how this plays out. What else do you guys got? So Jose Trevino, his Mm -hmm. 2023 season has come to an end. Bye-bye. The Yankee catcher had a torn ligament in his right wrist. Get this from spring training. Mm -hmm. And he tried to play through the pain. He's played 55 games this year. He last played on Monday. Ben Rortvet, only 25, by the way. It seems like he is 38 years old. He's only 25 is the corresponding move and will be the Yankees' backup catcher for the remainder of the season. Yeah, uh, wrist surgery, as you said, he's out. Four home runs, 15 RBIs this season, only batting 210. Does, do you feel he makes a big difference? 
Defensively, yes. I, right. I think that's the main reason why this is going to hit the Yankees so hard is, look, Higashioka is no slouch behind the plate. Rortvet is supposed to be a, a defensive catcher, but Trevino won the platinum glove last year behind the plate. So, plus he's Cole's everyday catcher. He's, Col- he's Cole's guy, right. So, you're, the ace of your staff has to pitch to somebody the remainder of the year. And, oh, that he doesn't way, feel comfortable with. Garrett Cole is on his way to a Cy Young candidacy this year. So how does that affect him for the rest of the year? And I think he was just the calming presence behind the plate for everybody on that pitching staff. And it's going to be felt in minuscule ways because Trevino is not Mike Piazza behind the plate. He's not right. there for his bat. He's a clubhouse guy, and he's a guy behind the plate that'll give you exceptional defense. Well, right now, uh, the Yankees and the Royals all tied up at two, middle of the seventh. Uh, Garrett Cole, his day is over, a little over six innings, gave up five hits, two runs, and ten strikeouts. Uh, also, the Mets, they are up right now 5-3, so they added another run. It's bottom of the sixth. This is uh, the continuation of that game that was suspended Last night, uh, you've got another game coming your way around 7 o'clock this evening. Max Scherzer pitching for the Mets against Paxton, just FYI. Uh, Guys, about a minute left. Real quick, one more nugget, one more thing that's trending at 3 p.m. Where were you, Anita, when Lionel Messi scored last night? I was was in Brooklyn celebrating a birthday party. Um, So I was having probably some of the most amazing carrot cake from um what was it ladybug ladybug bakery in brooklyn ladybug something like that you know we oh. heard we heard a oh, just quick question are you mm-hmm. good do you like carrot cake yes or no oh it's my favorite carrot yeah. cakes my especially with cream cheese frosting come on it's the best but yes uh messy in true heroic fashion his debut in miami the kardashians were there lebron james was there and in the 94th minute scores a goal uh, free kick for Messi to help Miami win. It was really unbelievable. Uh, guys, always appreciate you, Harvey and Joe. Really do appreciate it. I'm off tomorrow, back next week. So everybody, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Stay tuned. Ty Butler comes your way next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. Ah. Oh.